Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 104 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, you'll learn the science behind trigger points, what causes them, and the best way to get rid of trigger point pain with just a few minutes a day. Now, if you've ever had a knot in a muscle that feels as hard as a rock, but is also super duper sensitive, then you, my friend, probably have trigger points. And they are actually really, really common. But the thing about trigger points is just because you have one doesn't mean that you have to have pain. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, episode 100, I talked all about fascia. And so the next layer in this fascia and connective tissue conversation is naturally trigger points. Because for so many people, this is a really common source of pain and tension. And after today, you're going to understand that it's not just as simple as a knot in the muscle because trigger points can often refer pain to other places. For me, I had a trigger point in my SCM, my sternocleidomastoid, a neck muscle. It's that big strappy one on either side of your neck. And it not only was really, really tight, but this trigger point manifested as a stabbing pain in my ear. And if you've ever had this, you also know it is zero zero fun. I legitimately thought that maybe I had been too aggressive with a Q-tip for a number of weeks, but working on my ear didn't do anything. And that's often the case for issues in the fascia. Just because it hurts in one spot doesn't mean that that's the only spot you should be thinking about. And because we have that interconnected nature of the fascia and trigger points, really need to be talking about both of them. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. But before we get into it, if you are dealing with trigger points, perhaps even in your glutes and your butt, there's something you can do about it. So if you want hips that feel strong and flexible, I'm doing a five-day Amplify Hips Challenge, and it's absolutely going to help. Over the course of the five days, you're going to learn how to go beyond basic stretching. So if you are tired of the figure four stretch and that like basic IT band stretch and pigeon pose and all of that. I'm going to be teaching my top five exercises for hip mobility and strength. So if all the stretching has not been helping and your hips are still feeling tight, join us, get the accountability and support so that you can unlock your tight hips and get strong. So you can learn more and grab your spot right now by heading on over to aewellness.com challenge. And I will put that into the description as well. So what actually is a trigger point? The definition is a highly irritable localized spot of tenderness. And you can sometimes feel it like a really taut band or even like a little nodule within the muscle. And this is different from a spasm. So think of like a Charlie horse or a cramp, which is that sudden contraction that usually goes away. So trigger points are localized. They are really very irritated. And you know this because if you've ever had a, you know, massage therapist or a physical therapist, some type of body worker put 
pressure on that trigger point, it may send you flying off the table. As I'm telling you this, I'm having like a visceral memory of when I was having IT band pain and syndrome and was in physical therapy as a high schooler. And the physical therapist was running her forearm down the outside of my thigh. And not only were there lumps and bumps along the way, but I'm getting like the creepy sweats. It was so, so uncomfortable. And I wish I knew then what I know now, but whatever. We know better, we do better. So trigger points, not only are they super duper sensitive potentially, but they also impede the blood flow to the area. So if you make fists with your hands right now, like what happens to your knuckles and to your fingers, right? They start to, you know, get a little blanched because the blood flow is interrupted. So the same thing happens in that trigger point. So your muscles have a bunch of different, you know, microscopic cells, which is where the contraction actually happens. They're called sarcomeres. And so a trigger point is when either the connective tissue in that area or the muscle itself, for some reason, has contracted and doesn't let go. And so that contraction becomes, it's like if you were just to bend one finger, right? The rest of your hand is fine, but that one finger is experiencing that localized interruption in fluid flow and blood flow and is eventually going to get really aggravated. So that's similar to what a trigger point is. So that decrease in blood flow also means that the inflammation and irritation is just sitting there. So the ability of nutrients and fluid to flow into the area means that you can't get groceries in, right? Nutrients and food and all of that, but you also can't get the garbage out. So it sort of just becomes stagnant. So you have this trigger point, then you have inflammation, and then the trigger point and the inflammation mean that fluid can't get in. So it just sits there more and more and more and kind of feeds the problem. So it's sort of like a, I was gonna say a self-fulfilling prophecy, but that's, that's not it at all. It just, it sits there like a swamp. And I'm sorry to give you the visual that you have swamps inside of you. You don't, I promise you're not toxic, but it's really grouchy. All right. That's what we need to know. It's really grouchy. But again, just because you have trigger points doesn't mean that you'll feel pain. And it is possible to have trigger points and not have pain. But how do we get rid of them so that you don't have pain? Because that's really what we're here about, right? So I'm going to tell you right now, I've said it once, I'll say it a trillion more times, you cannot blast your fascia. You can't. It's not possible. The collagen in your connective tissue is exceedingly strong. My anatomy mentor, Gil Headley, has a video in the anatomy lab where he took a sheet of connective tissue of fascia and they used it to like pick up 60 pound weights and the whole sheet, just the way that the weight spread across it was amazing, but it was so super strong. And also, if you could blast your fascia and make changes by actually like breaking things up, like what would happen the next time you try to like, you know, push a stalled car? That's a lot of force and effort on your body. Like your, your arms would explode. Okay. And they don't explode because collagen in your connective tissue is so super strong and keeps everything together. So when you're rolling on something, right, therapy balls, foam rollers, lacrosse balls, even when a massage therapist is digging their knuckles or thumbs in, no matter how hard it is, it is not blasting um, or lengthening your tissues. It is changing your fascia in a very interesting way. 
So what's more likely is that the movement of whether it's, you know, touch stimulating movement or therapy ball stimulating movement, or even just your body moving stimulates the fascia to get more organized. So again, think of these collagen fibers at first, like, um, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, he throws a spider web. There's probably a name for them. I don't know what it is. Um, and it's just a jumbled mess to like hold stuff together. Right. But with a little bit of movement and organization, all of those collagen fibers get more aligned. And when they're more organized and more aligned, they have a better slide and glide. So they're able to move better in relationship to the other tissues, the other stuff in the area. So movement allows you to move better and feel better. Movement also helps to increase blood flow to the area, right? If you rub on one area for any amount of time, you can feel it start to get warm. You can sometimes see, um, you know, the skin has better perfusion. It gets a little bit pink because of that increase in blood flow. So remember, the trigger point is that localized spot of irritation, inflammation. Now we are welcoming blood flow into the area to help kind of clear stuff out. Often what can happen with the trigger point Again, if you're thinking of it as that, you know, just like bundled up angry spot (laughs) is that we can't get right into the middle of it right away. So going harder um, with the tool, spending a longer time on it isn't necessarily going to be helpful. We're going to unwind things from the outside in. So consistency is going to be your best bet. Right. So I always love when the research backs up what I've been doing and what I've, you know, anecdotally in my own body um, and with my clients have found to be true. So when it comes to changing of the fascia and that fascia remodeling, it's not one and done. You don't get to have one session of like six hours or like one two hour massage and then you're good to go. If you have bruises or you're super sore after a massage, you probably did too much. So your best bet is to go slow, to do, you know, steady strokes of massage for a shorter amount of time, but more frequently, right? So think of trying to allow that blood flow to seep into this area from the outside in a little bit at a time. When we get overwhelmed, right, or we overwhelm that area, we do too much, it's extra super sore the next day. You may have bruises, which usually is a sign that you just did too much. So my Amplify You system of having you do your mobilizations daily, like this is why it works. We're making slow and incremental and consistent changes that are longer lasting than if you just do a quick, like you can't scare fascia into submission. It takes time and remodeling and almost like retraining of your brain and body to move in these new ways that aren't going to contribute to that trigger point in the first place, right? So what causes trigger points? overuse of an area, underuse of an area, maybe misuse if, you know, some muscle or tissue is having to do a job that it wasn't designed to do. And of course, injury, right? If you've had surgery or you've had an injury and been immobilized, that too can contribute to this tension and these trigger points. But the important thing is to just keep doing a little bit every day. So the best way to do this is to pick a body area, okay? So upper back, right? Super common, hips, thighs, any one of those, just pick a body area and spend a few minutes a day massaging it. And seriously, I mean just a few minutes. So anywhere from, you know, 90 seconds to five minutes on that one area. You do not have to go all out. You do not have to do as much pressure as possible. Just something even slow is very, very, very beneficial. And then you rinse and repeat it. 
And literally that's it, right? So when I think of fascia, I also think of like Christmas lights and they get all jumbled up. Even when you put them away neatly, when you go to get them out the next year, they're always like a hot tangled mess. And if you pull too fast, it just gets all tight. And like the the knot is worse. Like you can visualize this, I hope. So the same is with our fascia, right? Slow and steady and consistent for the win. And we will eventually get that knot unbound. And more importantly, even if the trigger point is still there, we will get it to a place where it doesn't hurt. And you'll actually get the best results if you're not just addressing tension of a trigger point, right? But also working on retraining your brain away from those compensation patterns and that dysfunction that led to it in the first place, right? So you've heard me say this before, if you're just stretching, it's time to start strengthening because we want to be sure that we are, you know, cleaning up the mess, but then solving the problem that led to it in the first place. It makes me think of um, like, let's say you have like a dripping faucet, right? And you just keep wiping up the water without ever turning off the faucet. We want to get to the source of the problem and really make those changes, which is where your mobilizations and doing that massage, but pairing it with your activations are so important. And that's exactly why we do it that way within your Amplify You plan. But if you've been working on a spot and nothing is changing, you're probably not where you need to be. So remember, everything is connected from head to toe. What's going on in your ankle might actually have more to do with what's going on in your hip, right? It's all interconnected. So if it's not working and you're like, look, Alex, I've been doing it for three weeks. I feel no change. Pick another spot. You can go above, below, nearby to where you have pain and try again. But I want you to approach it with the idea of being a body detective. So you are looking for clues as to where you should go next. And when you find the spot that is the source of the problem, you're going to know pretty much right away because you're going to feel that massive difference. I don't want to say almost instantly, but for me, when I was working on my neck, right? Remember I told you got the ear pain. It's so miserable. I was working on my ear, I worked on my neck a ton, and like it was like, okay, but it wasn't until I started working on the front of my shoulder and my chest that it made a huge difference. And that's how I knew, because not only in that moment did things feel way better, but the next day I felt like 98% better than I had before. So then I just kept doing that same thing that worked again and again and again. So it may take you a few tries to figure out where the source of the problem is coming, but once you figure it out, Not only are you a body detective, but now you have a way to deal with it if it ever comes up again, which to be honest, most likely it will because it's going to take a long time to kind of repattern these habits that we are so good at developing. So here's what you need to know about trigger points. Slow, steady, and consistent is your best defense against these super irritated areas. They're common, but that doesn't mean they have to hurt. And a few minutes a day is enough to start to make change, right? And if nothing is working, just try a new spot. Try, 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 try again. And that ear pain I talked about at the top of the episode, it doesn't bother me anymore. There's new stuff to work on, right? It's whack-a-mole. But having solved that initial problem has then given me the next steps of where to go and where to focus on. There is no point where you reach nirvana and everything is perfect and you never have pain again. You just learn how to resolve it more quickly and have your body in a place where the intensity is less, right? So I can feel my shoulder, even right now as I talk, is a little bit tight, probably slept on a little bit funky, but I know exactly what to do to make the change. And to me, that's what being a body detective is all about, right? There's something that comes up, 
you're able to deal with it quickly and just get on with the rest of your day and not be thinking about it or worrying about it. Now, if you want support and accountability on this pathway to becoming a body detective and to getting to that place where you can enjoy life with way less pain, that's exactly what we do inside of Movement Mavens. Movement Mavens is my exclusive community for busy, active women that will teach you everything you need to create your custom wellness workout plan, to get your Amplify You plan together, plus the accountability and support to stay moving with monthly workouts and trainings. You can learn more about Movement Mavens and get notified about the next time we open up for enrollment right now by heading on over to aewellness.com slash mavens. So try out these tips for your trigger point busting routines and then keep me posted and let me know how it goes. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala for Mala. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, tag me on social. Let me know what the biggest aha moment was for you. And if you have questions, you can always, again, send me a DM or you can hit me up on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, just a quick reminder that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast so subscribe review rate share you know the drill so here's to asking better questions moving more erasing trigger points and getting nerdy and thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you my friend can change the unchangeable i'll talk to you next week Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.